Okay, so we're uh, continuing our study together, the Epistle of St. Paul to the Galatians, chapter 3. And uh, last time we took the first five verses of chapter 3. And uh, just as a reminder, again, the, 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 the whole uh, reason and the whole purpose of Galatians is, as we've talked earlier in the introduction, those who were with us before, that Galatian is an actual uh, big in size. Right, if you remember what size was it? Like size of what? Comparing to New Jersey, right? Just kind of compare, right? That, that's what it is. Yes, comparing, you know, uh, you know, size-wise to understand, you know, it's, it's a big provenance of, of the Roman Empire. Uh, people who are actually from Gal, which is recent France, people at that time had actually more of, 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 of aggressive behavior, aggressive nature. They, uh, they, they received the Lord, they received the Christianity. Uh, and then, as we've understood from the, from the scripture itself, they swiftly removed or moved into a different gospel, into a different gospel, which again, St. Paul says, actually, it's not a gospel at all. It's just another teaching that people came to, to uh, uh, make you uh, deviate from the teaching and going back again to Judaism, going back again to the work of the, of the, of the, of the law. And remembering again, one thing that we touched on last time that St. Paul here doesn't uh, say that the law is bad, but saying that sticking and going back to the work of the law, right? And again, work of the law, not just all works. So we, 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 we are, you know, sticking with the scripture and sticking with the message itself. The work of the law, which again was introduced to them that, okay, there is another way other than Jesus in order to, to get your, and to, to, to enjoy your salvation. That's what, that's what you have to do. You have to go back again to, to circumcision. You have to go back again to the, all the rituals of the law. And if you remember also, we kind of divided the law into three things, the, the ritual law, which is the, 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 the steps that they do in order to, 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 to obey. And then there's the moral law, you know, and then there's the, the law that between them and between God, right? So here St. Paul is talking about, again, the, the ritual, the work of the ritual law. He's saying like, how can you after, that's why again, back to the beginning of, of chapter three, uh, and that's what we remember last time we we're talking about, this is why he was calling them foolish. Because like, if somebody is offering you something free, something that this will make you justified. How could you change and how could you go back again and say, no, 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 we, this is, there is something else that doesn't give us the righteousness. There is so and so and so. So that was the, the, the kind of uh, uh, um, summary of, 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 of what we studied so far. As we said, chapter one and two are more of St. Paul actually defending himself and saying that my message is not my message. It's the message from of whom? Of God. I did not... Uh, 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 talk to a, to a flesh and, 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 and blood. I did not uh, seek any kind of, uh, of earthly wisdom, but I received the gospel, which is the gospel of the truth from Christ himself. And that's why I'm, that's what I'm getting. And that's what I will what deliver to you. So spend two chapters of this. And then as of chapter three, starting more and more to, to talk about the actual uh, dogma, the actual, the actual teaching that we will be uh, continuing together here. I'll just read it again, one to five, and then we'll go on to, to chapter uh, or to, to verse six, and maybe take, hopefully take from six to 15 or so today. But again, remember last time that, that the question is again, that uh, as we, we, we concluded the study last time that, that you know, we, 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 the father is given and the son is given and the Holy Spirit is given. We've seen the Trinity in the first five verses of Galatians three. And after all this, you go back again and say, no, 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 this doesn't do us any good. We want our own righteousness according to our own way. This is, this is what this is about. So uh, let's read again from, uh, read from the beginning of chapter uh, three so we can um, take the full text as, as one uh, unit and then I'll continue till from six till uh, hopefully till 15 again or till, for, till 14. So uh, Galatians chapter three and again reading from the ESV uh, translation, the English standard version. Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you it was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain? 
And we said suffer is more of experience. If you experience so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain, does he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith? And then this is like a question and he didn't actually give an answer because the answer is very, very obvious. So it goes on to our passage today. Just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness, or actually that's continuation of the question. Did you, or do you, let me read it from five again. Does he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, do you do so by works of the law or by healing with faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. Now then, that is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham and the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith Preach the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. For all who rely on works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law. And do them and do them. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law for the righteous shall live by faith. But the law is not of faith, rather the one who does them shall live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. So that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. Grace of God be with us all, amen. So here is, here is the, the, the text of today. And here is again, the continuation of this. After he's, he asked that question, which is again, the question of uh, who or, or, or does, does he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracle among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith. And then right away, he brings what his proof of that is what is Abraham, the story of Abraham, right? And he's saying that Abraham believed God Right, and as we were talking last time, that 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 uh, 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 when you look at the story of Abraham, it's actually not all uh, hundred percent perfect, right? You, you know, you you see, and as we were talking last last week, that that you can see actually too many things in the story of Abraham that actually he didn't obey the law. So he is saying again, that's because of this, because of this, it was because of his faith, not because of his righteousness. But he, he started to use something here that's very, very, or uh, uh, um, uh, a verb and a statement that's very, very uh, important, which is what, as just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness, it was counted to him. What is counted to him? What do you think? It was counted to him as righteousness. It's not like, he was, but no, like, what is it that was counted to him as righteousness? His what? His belief, his faith. His faith to, with, or to God, not his self-righteousness, right? Okay. But why specifically that word counted? Counted exactly as if it is exactly used as someone was deposited money into his bank, right? Somebody was, again, doesn't own anything, doesn't have anything, and there is something that was added to his account. That's exactly the word counted. How does that make us look at the verse again and look at, look at the, 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 the text again? What do you think? So it's because of the grace of God, not because of his faith by, okay. by itself. Okay, because of the grace of God, because God, you know, saw that he believed, right? The word in Hebrew is, is a, a, a man, which is amin. That's why we, we use a lot of times, you know, I was uh, one of the actually Greek Orthodox priests was attending with us a, a liturgy one time. And he noticed, said like, you do something that's not in our ritual, an hour in, in, in the Byzantine uh, liturgy, which is, I believe, I believe, I believe. We say this a lot during the liturgy, right? And we say it without 
paying attention. What, what, what is it that I believe? What am I attesting, right? Like all the time during the literature say, amen, I believe, amen, I believe. Okay, like what is it? What is it? Have you thought about that at one point? We just say it, right? But that's exactly the same word that, 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 that Abraham or the scripture used for Abraham. Even later on, it says he calls Abraham the faith, right? Why? Because he believed. He believed it means what he trusted. He trusted. He trusted that God will give him the promise. He trusted the promise that was given to him. Right? And that's why later on in, 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 the, in the Gospel of St. John, when the Lord says, you know what, he makes a distinction between what the seed of Abraham and the children of Abraham. You notice that in, 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 in John 8, in John 8, 33 and 47, at one point said like you had the seed of Abraham, which is what those who are actually his children by birth. But then he goes on that that doesn't count, but counts as the children of Abraham who are the children by what? By spirit, by faith, by faith. So here is, this is what he's talking about here. He's, he's talking about that, that you know what, after introducing this, this idea and this thought, and after talking to them several times about, about what, what, what is the actual source of righteousness, he brings the example of whom? Of Abraham. As we said before, actually from Abraham to Abraham, he's actually, he was demoted. Remember that? He said, Abraham is the, 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 the precious master, right? And, 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 and the, well, the, 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 all the honor of the master, that's the name, right? And then he became master of many, but still he's not precious. He's not, he's not he's, why? Because what makes him this is actually the, the righteousness of God. That's nothing that he has done. Nothing that he has done. And again, as we said before, you know, how, how is that related to, to, to us again? We always like to relate this to our practical experience with God. Right. And, 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 and that's why in the beginning of this chapter, again, he called, as we said last time, he called them what foolish, right? Because like you are given something, as I was saying last time, you're given a very, very, very royal invitation. I said, no, 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 that doesn't count. I don't think, I, I don't believe that I'm really invited to that royal event or whatever, right? I don't think so. Start to doubt, start to doubt. And, and, and that doubt is actually what is, what is really, devil is using against all of us and against each one of us in our relationship with God. How often when we pray, like, you know, do I really deserve to be praying? Does he really listen to me? Does he really hear me, right? Am I really forgiven? We hear this a lot, you know? Am I really forgiven? Yes, you're forgiven. We'll talk about this actually more tomorrow in the, in the sermon of the liturgy, God willing. But here he brings that, that mindset to them, knowing even that, that the, 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 the right. verb that he used that counted, it's like exactly, again, as I said, to put to one's account. God is putting to our account. What is putting it to our account? You know, if I ask that question, like, what do you think God is putting in our account? <laughs> what would you say? And don't give me some school answers, <laughs> right? Like, what is, how is God treating me? What do you think? Yes. He's trying to give you regardless. I just want to give you. Again, as we said in, in Psalm 83, I think, or 86, I can't remember. Open your mouth widely and I will what? I will fill it, right? This is, this is the Psalm that says, open your mouth widely, not just open your mouth. Open it widely and I will fill it. I want to give you, I want to put, I want to deposit. Again, imagine you have your, 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 bank, your bank balance is negative. <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden you have this huge big deposit. Right? Don't we all dream of something like this? Right? Like, wow, where did this come from? And imagine, so when you go to the bank and you're so, you're so doubtful, like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't accept it. Send it back. Like, it's given to you. What's wrong with you? Like, no, I don't trust that. <laughs> Yes. From, from Hebrews 11, we know that St. Paul talks about Abraham as what, that he was looking at the city that is what, from, from where? From above, not here. So definitely what Myrna is saying that Abraham was treasuring a, a treasure uh, in heaven, that's what he did when he believed in God because the believing, believing in what? In the promise, right? 
the encounter of, of, of the Lord with Abraham was based on the promise, right? And that promise, actually, if we read it in, 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 in Genesis, again, uh, 15 and 16, talks about, about several things, about an actual blessings on earth, about a nation, about everything. But one of them is what? Is that you will, you will see me. And that's why the Lord later on in the gospel said what? The, Abraham has saw, have seen my day. And was and rejoiced like what day have you? And they told the Christ like, are you crazy? How old are you? And what, how how could Abraham see your day? Right. So, so St. Paul here in, in in Galatians again, he's as we said before, he's laying the foundation of who we are and what we have, mm -hmm. and the freedom that we have in Christ. So he's he's getting their attention to something in the beginning, very much of one person that is very 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 valuable to the. To the to the to the to the people who wants to impose Judaism to them, which is Abraham, and saying Abraham wasn't justified by by work. It was added to his account. It was added to his account. That's why, if you look at the actual uh, uh, scripture in, in in verse seven, it says um, that the, the way it's now then now then it's actually even. You, it's like I was looking at the at the grammar of the scripture itself. It's like imperative, like it, like what, like it's it's gonna happen. It's fact. It is fact. The verb itself that's used is, is imperative. That 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 the, the the righteousness that is put in our account through Christ and through trusting in Christ. Not only that, but by 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 depositing this to the account is actually not depositing what. Not depositing the negative, not depositing the sins, right? As as it says in Micah, Micah seven again, right? All your sins will be what will be thrown in the in the sea, in the in the in the in the in the in in the sea of forgive or for 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 forgetness, right? Let's read this one more time in Micah seven to to know exactly where where is where is uh, Saint Paul taking this from. Micah 7, it says, again, the famous, the famous uh, uh, verse 7 and 8, Rejoice not over me, my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in the darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. Why? Because he is the source of righteousness. And then look at the end of the chapter. Again, Micah 7, it says what? Who is God in verse 18? Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity, passing over transgressions for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast all our sins into the depth of the sea. You'll cast all our sins into the depth of the sea. And still with all this, we come back and say what? I don't believe I'm forgiven, <laughs> right? Like, really? I, I don't think so. I think he's, he's counting my sins and he's wow. adding to my account how many sins I'm doing every day. Again, let's not, let's not as we were talking yesterday in the other Bible study, let's, let's not forget that there is consequences of not walking with the Lord, right? But meanwhile, what he wants to do is what he wants to add righteousness was to add righteousness from from the first moment he came on earth right from the first moment we as christian we accepted christ and allowed him to come over our heart we when we were baptized we were taking that we're getting that new man right and and and, and we're putting our the what the thobe or the the the, the robe of righteousness Look back to Isaiah, Isaiah 60 and 61. We're given the robe of righteousness, right? So the question will come again, okay, what have I done with that robe of righteousness? That bank account, again, exactly. Again, imagine you cannot have any money to, to purchase any food and then there is a big deposit and then you take this money and go gamble, for example. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> it's not even your money. Why do you spend it in this way? So, and that's the question for us today. Like that righteousness that was deposited in our account, what are we doing with it? Back again to the idea of what? That we have to work. 
but not that the work will make us righteousness, but the work actually, again, as we, we'll get to this little, little bit later, he, he will say that, but the righteous will what? Will live with righteousness, right? As it says, we'll get to it. So living meaning what? Meaning functioning, right? Meaning what have we done with that deposit that was deposited to our account? So this is, this is one important thing in the beginning of that passage that again, Abraham did not earn, right? And in the same way, we did not earn anything. It was given to us. But as we always say, if something that was given to us in a very, very, very precious, what have we done with it? What have we done with it? Can we just take the deposit and spend it all over? Can we just ignore it? Can we just give in that invitation, just like, okay, no, this is not for me. I don't think I'm worthy. I'm just going to throw it. This is, must be a, a mistake. It was, it was delivered to the wrong address. <laughs> no. Knowing, knowing who we are. And then again, that's why, so we were not out of context. That's why St. Paul is talking to the Galatians because they accepted, but then after, after, as we were saying yesterday about Hebrews, also in, in the Hebrews, after you were enlightened, you're doing this and this and this, right? So don't waste, don't waste what was given to you. As we said last, last, last week, that the spirit was given abundantly to you. So how can you leave this and go and find another way other than Christ? Whatever that way is, whatever that way is. So with that, again, just as Abraham believed and it was counted to him as righteousness, added to him as righteousness. Know then that is those, it, is, it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham. Again, here as exactly say, as the Lord Jesus Christ himself said, that, that it's not being from the seed of Abraham, but being what the children of Abraham following the same steps, right? And that's what he said at one point, you know, I am able to make from stone children of Abraham, right? That's, that's not a problem. So don't boast about who you are by, 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 by birth, right? But boast because you are actually following what he, what Abraham had started. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preach the gospel beforehand to Abraham. This is a very interesting text because he is saying that, that Abraham was what? Was evangelized, right? Was, was, was preached the gospel, preached the good news. Again, was, was Abraham any close to the time of Christ that he can receive the good news? No, but he received it by, again, by faith, by faith. Back again to the Lord when he said that Abraham have seen my day and he was rejoicing or he rejoiced, right? So, and this is how we should also read the, the, the Old Testament, right? We, as we said before, reading the Old Testament and looking at Christ, you see that the Old Testament is actually opening, opening itself to us, right? It's not just the story of Abraham who left uh, Ur of Chaldean and then followed this and then he went with Sarah and then he met Egypt and, okay, it's, it's a story. But when you look at Christ in all those events that, and everything that is pointing to Christ, actually, you start to see that the, the scripture is opening itself to us right? and saying, no, there is, there is much more into that. There is much more into that. And that's why I say, and the scripture, look at the text, the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. So here he's, what is he doing with, with, with the words here? Look at this again. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify what does that mean? Why, why is he using this particular way of, of, of uh, language here? What do you think? Uh, online, please uh, feel free to, to interrupt me anytime if you want to add or, or, or ask anything. So just unmute yourself and interrupt me at any point. Yes, Yusuf. Okay. Meaning what? That the, the scripture foretold that. Meaning what? That the purpose of the whole scripture is what? Is preaching that righteousness is by faith. Scripture, he, he's, he's very general, right? And the scripture, all the Testament, the Old Testament and the New Testament is doing what? That God would justify the Gentile by faith, right? 
And that's from the beginning, from the first, from the first promise. Right? When, when he talked to, to Adam and Eve and said, and said that the, the, your offspring will crush the head of the serpent, there was no Gentiles or, or Jews. It was humanity, right? It was humanity. So he's giving that promise to humanity in general, right? And again, if we look at the scripture from this view that the scripture goal is to preach, to evangelize as it was evangelized to Abraham, that the Gentiles will be justified by faith. I think we, 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 we underestimate the meaning and the value of faith in our life. Again, faith, I'm not saying faith that, okay, as I was saying yesterday, actually, it's kind of funny that we're pretty much parallel to the study of Friday, right? Very much, we're studying Hebrews with the, with the young adults, very much. But it's not, it's not like, okay, faith meaning, okay, I attest, I raise my right hand and said, okay, I believe in God, the Father. Okay, that's good, yes, but that's not faith. <laughs> Faith is knowing what we have. And faith is seeing the unseen, as we'll, we'll read in Hebrews 11, right? Seeing the unseen. Seeing that I have the promise, and that promise is given to me. And that promise is mine. And because of that, what would I do? I walk in faith. See? So because of that, I want to fast. Because of that, I want to pray more. Because of that, I want to really focus and I want to really control and try to control my thoughts and my mind. And because of that, I control my senses, right? Whatever I'm looking at, whatever I'm hearing, whatever I'm touching, right? Not as this will make me righteous, no. It is a result of that. And this is something very important. And that's why, again, we, we, we believe as Orthodox also that, you know, because of this, we will do what? We will walk into that life, right? So yes, we have work to do, but that work is not gonna get us any, any better, but it's just a sacrifice of love, sacrifice. Giving, as I was talking to, to a, just a, a catechumen just a couple of days ago yesterday, actually, said that because of this, then we are, getting closer, we are, we are controlling the body so the spirit can move us. As St. Paul himself said was what he said that, walk in the spirit and walk by the spirit. So here, here he's, 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 he's focusing and, 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 and repeatedly and def different time repeating the same message that what again, it's not just, you know, saying the same things over and over again. He's, he's very, very uh, uh, clear and strong on the one thing that, it, that is what? That is who we are and what we have in Christ. And again, because of that, how could you, and we'll talk about this in the next few minutes here, how could you forget this and go and try to find another way? How could you? Are you fooled? Back again to your foolish Galatians. Any questions or comments? Let me pause for a minute here. Uh, Abuna, I, I want to differentiate between two points you mentioned, but, but you passed by uh, rapidly. Sure, uh, I had to say. There is, there is uh, uh, righteousness, righteousness uh, in Christ, which we get, we got from by faith and repentance, forgiveness and righteousness, and then also to live for righteousness. This is right. another completely different, although yeah. the, the terms are equal or the same. And yeah. uh, if we go to the verses, we have two verses which uh, explain this very clearly. In yeah. Corinthians 2nd and uh, chapter two, and uh, I think uh, the, the verse 21. 21. Colossians 2nd, you say? Colossians 2? Corinthians. Corinthians 2, 2nd Corinthians. Uh, chapter, chapter, uh, chapter five, I think. Chapter five, and uh, one minute. Chapter five, I think. Chapter five. Yes, chapter five, and uh, the verse twenty-one. Yes. For he made himself who know no sin to be a sin 
Right. For us, that we might become righteousness of God in him. In him, yes. Uh, yes. This what what the righteousness we receive uh, uh, by our faith. Right. Uh, in, in Peter, Peter uh, first, uh, the verse, verse uh, chapter 2, verse 24, yes. 24, 24, who himself bore our sins in his own body mm. on the tree, that we having dying to sin might live for righteousness. Yes. This yes. is another completely uh, also exactly. the same. Exactly. Yes. And that's that's the same word that he's using St. Paul here, which is the tree, you know, that he he bore that 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 uh, shame on his on himself, and so that we live. And that's actually coming in just in just few verses in the same text that we're reading here, which when he talks again about but the but the uh, the just will live, in, will live will have to live this. We'll, we'll, yes, that that's a very good distinction, Doctor Samir. Thanks for 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 highlighting this because yes, because what we receive, we have to walk in that, right? We have to, and this is the work that we do: is we walk in righteousness, righteousness. Yes. Another another thing, and we'll, we'll, let's let's jump to that to that actual verse right away here, which is the continuation of this in verse eight here. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, "In you shall all the nations be blessed." So then, those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So, all those who are of faith, right? And then he goes on to to to. What we're talking about here in verse 11, let me just jump to verse 11 first since Dr. Samir is mentioning this. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law for the righteous shall live by faith. That's what, what's in, 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 in First Peter, as you just read. For the righteous shall live by faith. This, this actual verse is taken, as you we were saying yesterday, from where? From the Old Testament, from the book of? Anybody know? Don't, don't mention. <laughs> What is the what is this quote from? Where is this quote from? Habakkuk. Habakkuk two, two. Habakkuk chapter two, verse three, and verse four, both talking about, about that. But when he when he's talking about this here, this is a very, very important verse because St. Paul himself used this three times. He used it three times. He used it in in uh, in Romans, in Galatians, and in Hebrews. Right? But the faithful. Shall the, the 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 righteous shall live by faith. The righteous shall live by faith. He used it three times in Romans, in, in, in Galatians, and Hebrews. In Romans, he's talking about the, the righteousness itself, the justification. In Hebrews, he's talking about faith. In Galatians, he's talking about life. So the same verse, he's using it three times. Each one he's focusing on different part of the verse. Again, Romans is all about justification. So it's talking about the, 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 the just or the righteous shall, shall live by faith. In Galatians here, we're talking about to live, how to live that. And that's, that's very obvious, as we said last time, at the end of the, of the scripture, of the, of, the, of the epistle, right? When he talks about the work of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. So you cannot, you know, this is distinctive. This is very, very well known if you are walking according to the flesh or you're walking according to the filled by the fruit of the spirit, right? And then in, in Hebrews, as we were talking with the other group yesterday, he talks more about what, about faith. Here he's talking about something that's very important that, that how we can live that righteousness, how we can live it? How can I really live that righteousness? And it's, it's a very, very important uh, concept, right? How can I really, again, yes, I've been justified. Yes, you know, I've been redeemed. Yes, he, he bore our sins on the tree as, as, as it's written. But then what does that mean to me in a day-to-day -day life, in my, in my relationships, in my thoughts, in my actions, in my behaviors, in my habits? Am I living that faith or not? And remember again, living that faith, what will make me son of what? of Abraham, who received. 
who received the promise. That becomes the very, very important and very uh, 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 clear question to each one of us. Are we living our faith? Again, faith is not just to attest and say, okay, I believe in the Holy Trinity. I believe on the resurrection. I believe in Christ, the son of God. I believe, I believe, I believe. Yes, that's very good. As I was just saying early on, when we repeat this during the liturgy hundred times, I believe, amen, I believe, amen, I believe. Indeed, I believe. Yes, again, I believe. <laughs> no, like we say, I believe in all the ways that we can say it. Right? What is it that we believe? We believe that this is the body and blood. And through this, we have the righteousness. And through this, we are, we are justified. That's what we, we, we say at the end of the liturgy, right before communion. Given for what? Remission of sins, eternal life, salvation. That's what we believe. That his sacrifice is what giving us this. But again, if I believe the next step is to do what? To live according to that. So I can't come to the liturgy and say, yes, I believe and everything. And then once I step out of the church, you know, it's a different story. I can't have a double life. I can't say, okay, you know, I'm attending and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And we're celebrating Christmas, celebrating nativity here. You know, and next week we'll celebrate the theophany and the epiphany according to the Coptic Orthodox calendar and all those things. And then, but my life, I'm not living. As I was telling the group yesterday, I was reading something about, about a question that kind of actually hit me. Do we live our life with Christ or do we act as living with Christ? There is a big, huge difference. Acting is very easy, right? Again, you know, I'm getting out of my, of my house and I just put the mask, right? Here you go. That's what acting is. That's how they used to act in the beginning, in the old time, remember? Anybody knows history? The, the people, that's why in Arabic we call them why, right? Because they, they would put, an, put a mask and act. So here's St. Paul saying, no, we cannot do this. Yes, the righteousness is from God. Yes, it's given. Yes, it's been deposited to your account. But are you living with that or not? And I think it's very, very important to, 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 to evaluate ourselves again and see like what life are we living? Are we living according to the righteousness? As it says here. But the righteous will live by faith. It's actually, since we're saying that this is from, from uh, Habakkuk, as I was telling the group yesterday, the, the, the verse or the text or the context of that verse is very uh, actually uh, important to, to know also. Let's get back to it. That, uh, that uh, Habakkuk 2 verse 4. He's actually, during this time, he's, he's, if you know Habakkuk, he's all talking about in the beginning of the first chapter of Habakkuk, he's talking about what? About, again, God, why are you allowing this to happen? Where are you? You know, the, the, the things are bad and the enemy coming and the, the captivity and all those things. And then in the beginning of, of, of chapter two, he starts to, to, to have some hope. He goes, okay, I will take my stand at my watch post and station myself on the tower. I look. I know, and then the Lord said, no, that the vision is coming. Write the vision, for still the vision awaits its appointed time. The salvation is coming, the righteousness is coming. It will not lie. If it seems slow, it will come. It's not, it will not be delayed. But then he goes in verse four, here, here is the context of, of the, the righteous shall live by faith. Behold, his soul is puffed up, that's the enemy. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by faith. And I think it has a very, very, very great distinction when we bring this context into the study tonight. Why? Because the one that is trying to find his own righteousness is the one who is what? According to, the, to, to this, to Habakkuk 4. Do you see the link or not? He's what? He's puffed up. He's, 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 he's prideful, right? So here in, in the actual context of this verse, he's comparing, right? Behold, his soul is puffed up. He's talking about the enemy. It is not upright within him. He's, he's, he's puffed up. He's so proud of himself, proud of himself. But the righteous, what lives by faith, lives by faith. By faith that the vision is coming, that the righteousness is coming. You know, look at the whole, the whole uh, flow of the text itself. Even if it's delayed, the righteousness is coming, the vision is coming. 
But if it's coming, you better do what? Live by it. Don't be puffed up, right? Because again, if you look at, at most of the time when we are, when we are falling and we are uh, deviating from his righteousness because we think that we are good, we are puffed up, right? And that's what the, the father says, that the pride is the mother of all sins. The fathers are very, very, very clear on that. That pretty much all the, the, the word that we are, we are under attack and we are defeated by is because there is pride. We always say this, especially for the, for the, for the teenagers and the young adults who are struggling with, 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 with lustful uh, sins, that the core of lust is pride. Because I think that I'm something. And once I open that gate for, 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 the pride, for the devil of pride, as we've taught in the, in the church, he comes with what? With all the other gang. <laughs> so the pride just opens that door. I am righteous. I don't need his work. Or I have everything and you know what? I'm just going to sit on it. <laughs> I'm not willing to live that faith. That's why the context of, of, of the righteous shall live by faith is very important. It's the proud, behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright to him. In, in the New King James, behold, the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. We cannot deny this, 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 this connection. We cannot deny it. We cannot just say, okay, you know, St. Paul says so and so, but let's go back and see exactly where is this and how is this actually sits in the, in the, in the flow of the text of, of Galatians. Right? That's why he's saying here again, he's bringing this. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the righteous shall live by faith. Are we living by faith or not? That's the question. Then he continues. Before that, just to go through the, the text, if anybody has a question for in verse 10 and 10, 10, for all who rely on works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, cursed be everyone who does not abide in all things. Why? Again, because as you said before, the law will, will, will tell you what, what will the law do to us? The law is all about obedience. Obey, as we said, you know, between the, 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 the Torah and between the Talmud and between the tradition, the, 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 the Hebrew, the Jewish tradition, there's more than 604 things that you have to, to do. And it's not like pick and choose. I mean, if you fall in one, as it says, if you fall in one, you fall in the whole. You broke the whole law. That's why here it says that, that the law is not of faith, but of what? In verse 12, but the law is not of faith. Rather, the one who does them shall live by them. Okay, you have to abide by the law. You have no other. And then actually, when you look at the law, you see that what you are not able to abide by the law. Right? It becomes a burden, becomes heavy weight. You know, Paul himself was tried all his life before, before accepting Christ to, 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 to obey that. And he couldn't. And he couldn't. I was reading something today and I shared it to the group, but let me, let me read it again because it really makes a huge difference in, in understanding that. I don't know if you, if you remember this or not, but let me, let me read it again. That, uh, that uh, is, is something that's really re related to what we're talking about here. One second, I'll bring it up here. As wonderful is the power of faith. Wonderful is the power of faith. Let me bring it up on the screen for those who are online, so we can uh, uh, we can we can we can look at it also. Here it is.
Let me share this with you. Wrong one, sorry. Okay. Wonderful is the power of faith. Why? Why it's, it's wonderful? Why it's, it's so important? Because of the following. Here it is. Only the living thought of God, only heartfelt faith in him is required. And he is with me. Only genuine repentance for sins is required. And he is with me. A single good thought. And he is with me. A single pious feeling, and he is with me. But the devil enters into, the th into me through impure, evil, blasphemous thoughts, doubt, fear, pride, irritability, anger, avarice, envy. Therefore, his power over me entirely depends on me. Look at this. Therefore, his power, the enemy, the, the power of the enemy over me entirely depends on what? On me. If only I keep watch over myself and continually preserve the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in my mind with faith and love, he would be powerless to do me any harm. One more time. Wonderful is the power of faith. Only the living thought of God, only heartfelt faith in him is required, and he is with me. Only genuine repentance for sin is required, and he is with me. A single good thought, and he is with me. A single pious feeling, and he is with me. Just do it. Just have that, all I can do is just single pious thought. Just single genuine repentance. Just single pious feeling, and he is with me. But the devil enters into me through impure, evil, blasphemous thoughts, fear, pride, irritability, anger, envy. His power over me entirely depends on me. His power over me entirely depends on me. If only I keep watch over myself and continually, this is living the faith, living the righteousness. That's what we're talking about. Only if I keep watch over myself, I have to keep watch over myself. I have to watch my senses, where, watch you know, where I'm going, watch what I'm eating, watch what I'm, what I'm, how I'm praying, watch, watch everything. If only I keep watch over myself and continually preserve the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in my mind with faith and love, he would be powerless to do me any harm, any harm. Anyhow, it's a beautiful, beautiful quote. Beautiful quote. And that's exactly what St. Paul is talking about here. Right? He's, he's saying that. That again, that live with that. But the law is not faith. Rather, the one who does them shall live by them. In Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. And redeemed here is different. What, what, what does redeem mean? Redeemer, hmm? renewed? Not exactly, not exactly. What does redeem mean? But. Say again. But. But. No, bought like buy and bought. Bought, bought back. Yes, bought back, not just bought. Like I had something, I lost it, and then somebody said, "Okay, I'm gonna buy this and bring it back to you." It has different meaning. I know I talked about this at one point. I think a couple Good Fridays I was talking about that. Goel in, in Hebrew, which also has the meaning of the, 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 the husband. Go back to the story of Ruth, that, that you are my redeemer. Boaz is my redeemer, right? Next in kin, and then he was able to actually, he has the right to take her because there is no any other next thing in, in, in Cain, and then she became his. He said, if you, you know, spread your wings over me because you are my redeemer in the story of, of Ruth, right? So that's what, he's, that's what this is. Again, we have to understand what, what do we have in Christ? What has he done for us? Sometimes it's just easy to 
go with the flow. You know, we're Christian. Yes, we go to church, whatever church we go to, that's fine. We read the scripture, that's fine. We attend here and there, that's fine. But do we really sit and understand what does it mean? Why, why St. Paul here is using this particular word? You were redeemed. You were bought back. As a slave that was bought back, but not bought back in order to be another slave, but in order to be what? Free. And that's, that's another very, very good and big question. If we were bought back to be his children, what is it that we are allowing to be our master? And why? Again, going back again, you know, to Galatians 3.1, you foolish Galatians, you know, you are freed already. You're going to go back again and become bonds and become slaves for right, for, 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 for the, the, the work of the law. Do this and don't do that and eat this and don't eat that. You were redeemed. And I think it's very, very important for us to understand this. You know, if, I, if I'm redeemed, why am I letting anger take over my life? If I'm redeemed, why am I letting lust take over my life? Something that's destroying most of our younger generation and sadly, lots of, of, of marriage also because of lust and porn and all this stuff. Why? Why? If I'm redeemed, why can I allow hatred to take over? And then I come and pray, like, okay, well, back again to the, to the Sermon on the Mount. Leave your sacrifice and go. Talk to your, to your brother who you hate. So St. Paul here is saying, he's giving, using all those big words, right? In order for them to understand again, again, why would you allow something to put you back under bondage? Again, whether that was the rituals at that time or whatever that is for us now, I think it's very, very, very valid point and very relevant to us now. You were redeemed, you were bought back. The one beautiful thing also in this, in this, because some someone will say, okay, Abuna, what, what, you know, like if we are really redeemed and then we're still struggling, still struggling, and as you said, you know, what we're struggling with anger, with lust, with, 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 what's, you know, can we just give up? <laughs> How can we get out of this? I was looking at actually, and this is this is why we we go back again to the to the to the language, the original, the actual word, the actual verb that is used here, and I've talked talked about this before, is what we call in Greek orist which is continuous, it's beyond the time. If you remember this, the definition of this verb is, is, is beyond the time. So you have the actual English, the old English has redeemed, has been redeemed, like it's continuous, it's continuous work. As long as I, as I was talking yesterday, as long as I'm actually committing my life to him, something will take over me. Okay, that's fine, I'm still redeemed. I'll go back to him, hey, please. <laughs> Put some more money, <laughs> if I may use this analogy. Add some more balance. <laughs> Has redeemed is a continuous work. It's, it's the, what we call the hourist active verb. It's very important to understand the actual language that was written. It's not just okay. And that's why, again, with all the, 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 the respect and love, but when we talk about some of the Western theology that we were redeemed once and for all, no, that action is continuous. The verb itself of the language of the original says that it is continuous work. It's not passive, it's not past, it's continuous. And because it's continuous, we need to always do what? To receive. We need to always receive. We need to live by faith. That's why, again, going back again to that. Yes, I'm struggling. Yes, I'm under the bondage. Yes, I'm still under the heavy, of, of the heavy weight of the body and the flesh. And I'm still struggling. But remember that that work is continuous. That redemption is continuous. And that's not what I'm saying. That's what the language is saying. That's what the verb is saying. And it will continue. That's why we have in our, in our faith in orthodoxy that we always in need to take the communion. 
It is the same sacrifice. We're not sacrificing Christ another time. Who said that? We're bringing the same sacrifice that was once and all offered and bringing it back again because we are in need of that. We are in need of that continuous redemption because we continuously sin. So that's why here he's using this. That's, this is, 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 is the, 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 the work that he is offering. Again, that, that open balance. <laughs> No, when you go and have that uh, open line of credit, <laughs> just it just keeps flowing, keeps flowing. But you don't have to pay anything back. Abuna, as you saw, explained in Peter one, Peter one, chapter one, and the verse eighteen and nineteen, that the blood of uh, blood of Jesus, which is offered on in the communion, it's uh, uh, always flowing for us to redeem us all the time. Yes, yes all the time. What exactly. is the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Right. And he said the same expression. You were not redeemed with corruptible sin, mm. but with the precious blood of Christ. Exactly, exactly. First Peter chapter one and verse 18, right? 18 and 19. It is a precious blood as of a lamb without blemish of Christ. That, that is continuous work. And that gives us so much hope also, because if not, we'll go back again and, and, and think of the same way that the, the, those who wanted to impose Judaism on the Galatians. Okay. I have to do this and I have to do that. And I don't know if I'm forgiven or not. And I don't know if God has accepted me back or not. You are accepted, you are bought, you are redeemed and you are continuously being redeemed. So don't allow devil to put that despair in your mind. It's you not, know here I am again. Based on what? Based on that I agree that I am walking, I'm living by faith. This is the condition. I commit and I said, I am walking, but the righteous will live by faith. Live meaning action, meaning work, meaning, meaning continuous, dynamic. But I'm, 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 I'm living by that. Finally, in this passage, for it is written, curse is everyone who is hanged on a tree, so that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. And here, in a beautiful, beautiful way, brings everything back again to the work of the spirit, right? The promise of the, the promised spirit through faith. Why the promised spirit? Because again, remember that in the Greek, actually, they receive the promise of the spirit, which is the promised spirit, the promise of the spirit. And remember again, at the end of Galatians, you talk about what? The fruit of the spirit, right? So, he, so he's, that's, the text is flowing beautiful, right? Know who you are, know what we have, know that we are, and we, that's why we always say the salvation orthodoxy is we are saved, we're being saved and we shall be saved. It's continuous, continuous work, continuous work. Why continuous work? Because we are still struggling. Even though we have the new man, even though we are new creation, but still that old man is there. If we don't live by faith, the old man will take over. And that's why we need to come back again. We need that continuous redemption, continuous redemption. That's why at no point Satan will come and say, you know what, I got you back. I bought you back. No, you can't buy us back. Because we are being bought every day by his blood. Again, unless I willingly, as we were talking yesterday again in Hebrews 10, if we willingly or willi willfully, right, was it? W willingful, willingful, we commit and we walk in sin. That's a different story. It's a different story. It's, it's a beautiful text and very, very, very uh, encouraging, but also very uh, 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 convicting. Because that those two questions are very important. Like, what is it that is how how what kind of life are we living? Are we living by faith or not? And number two is what is it that really is trying to convince us that there is another way other than Christ? Especially, you know, again, and I'll, I'll say this, especially again for us who are who can 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 really get deviated from the spirit into just doing things. 
as, as one of the bishops of the church said one time, we can easily become ritual, not spiritual. We can easily get into the rituals. But be aware, the, the, the rituals are put to serve and to bring spirituality to the body and to the soul and to the, to the spirit. And we walk in the spirit and then we receive the promise of the spirit. Because at the end, it's all the fruit of the spirit that will actually work in us. You want to have faith? It's the spirit. You want to have peace? It's the spirit. You want to have long suffering? The spirit. Right? I know we all can recite the, 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 the fruit of the spirit. But that's why it's the fruit of the spirit. Because no any personal or self-righteousness can, 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 can be able to bring even one of those things. No matter what we do. As I said one time, and I'll, 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 I'll close with this. One time a person came to like, Abuna, you know, Father, I, you know, I pray all the Akbaya, all the hours of the day, but I'm still so distant. It's like, who told you to pray all the hours? <laughs> it's not, okay, you're trying to gain some self-righteousness? Say, okay, I can master, I can say, you know what, uh, I can do 400 uh, prostration in the morning or 400 at night. Okay, that's not it. That is, you can do this in the spirit of love, 100%, it's fine. But know that no matter what you do, it's going to bring you righteousness. You are doing it because you are already righteous through the blood of Christ. Any questions or additions? I want to have a question. Yes, Doreen, go ahead. Or like a clarification. What is the difference between the promise of the spirit and the promised spirit that you just mentioned? It's the same thing. It's just the language is not clear. The promised spirit or the promise of the spirit, which is the work of the spirit. So that when we say the promised spirit, again, the spirit comes, right, and dwells in us and gives us all the work of the spirit and all the fruit of the spirit and sanctifies us, right? Thank you. You're welcome. I think the same, the same word came in, the, in Acts 1 uh, during the ascension of uh, of jesus yes when when the angels st stood by the, the disciple i, I think the ascension uh, yes uh, and he said to them uh, acts 1 8 that you shall receive power when the holy spirit descends on you right but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the whole earth. Yes. That's what I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. You shall be witness to me. And that's, that's another thing again, you know what? Once we are walking in faith, we become the light of the, of the, war, of the world and the salt of the earth. Uh, and also, Buna, uh, it is uh, the, the promise of the Father with the, the promise of Spirit, the same, and right. this is in, in, in Act one, Act one, verse four. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. But with the, the promise of the Father, you yes, heard the promise of the Father that you heard from me. Right. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we were talking about last time in 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 Galatians also uh, uh, three when we said that the the Father will give you lavishly, give you abundantly. Right. That's uh, that's the same thing also. Uh, in, in Galatians um, 3, and I think it was verse, what, uh, 4? Five. 5. Galatians 3, 5. Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the words of the law or by the hearing? Again, the reminder again that we are to receive, and we said that receive here is abundantly, just given without limit. That's exactly what John the Baptist said, that the, the God does not give the spirit by, anybody know this, this verse? John the Baptist. By measure. By measure, thank you, Doreen. God does not give the spirit by measure. Poor, and this is the promise of Joel. Right? This is the promise of the Old Testament. Just wait for it, as you're saying yesterday. It gives, gives it abundance, showers, showers. We'll talk about this again tomorrow. Okay, thank you. Any other questions? Okay, God bless.
uh, we'll continue again. Chapter three, again, Galatians all is very, very, very rich. So as we said before, we're just taking our time, which is which is totally fine. I think we need to to allow the word of God to settle and we can digest it more and more and, and pray that we are actually living by, by it. We live by it. We live by it. We see again, what is it that we need to, 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 to evaluate again? And what is it that needs to be corrected? And what is it that needs to be uh, brought in front of him and allow him, allow the spirit to come and to, uh, to, to as we were just celebrating the circumcision uh, yesterday, as, as, I, as I quote one before, that allow the knife of the spirit to cleanse the heart. That's circumcision of the heart. Circumcision of the heart. That's why we celebrate circum circumcision because it's the reminder of, and it's, it's, it's the symbol of the baptism that through the baptism, through the spirit, is, we, we are being purified and we are being cleansed and we're being, we are receiving that righteousness from him. God bless. Have a good night and good rest of the, of the weekend. And uh, we'll meet next uh, week again with another passage of chapter three, God willing. Let's pray together. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Lord, hear us, Lord, through the prayers of all your saints in your name, Lord, through your blood that's shed on the cross for each one of us. And we pray together as we start us saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom, thy will be on earth. May the love of God the Father, the grace of His only begotten Son, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. Go in peace. Peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night. And again, good to have everyone with us and see you next week. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys. Bye.